0: Well, Paul, that's the second time we've had the Buggles singing Video Kill the Radio Star whilst introducing Body. Oh, I don't and this is true. random too. <laughs> yes, it's, no, I... it's not a set-up, it is definitely random. I don't know if that's some sort of message going to Body. It, 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 time's up, but it certainly isn't up because he's here to talk about uh, Basketball Australia's victory in the Asia Cup. Got a bit tight there towards the end against Lebanon and a familiar face in the US uh, back in the news, Body. How
1: are you? I'm extremely well. It's, it's TV killed the newspaper star. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
1: right. That's the sequel, I think. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, the boys uh, did successfully defend their Asia Cup uh, title in. Um, in Jakarta, beating Lebanon in the final by, by two points. Yeah. yeah. at the three minute mark, they were 11 points in front and, uh, actually it might have been Yeah, I, I think it was 71-58. They were, they were cruising, looking, looking very comfortable. And then it just, just all went crazy. It was mm. like that classic, um, Ron Burgundy scene where, where <laughs> everything just escalates really quickly <laughs> and, and it almost got out of hand. And then down the stretch there, um, a young man by the number, Whale Arachi, who, for uh, Lebanon, who was, named the mVP of the tournament he just he just went crazy he hit a bunch of three point shots and big baskets Had fifteen points in the last quarter out of, out of twenty eight for the game fantastic performance and and just dragged them back into it and then um, young Tyresproctor the eighteen year old tyro who um, 's from sydney who 's going to be playing at Duke University next season in, in u s college basketball he 's uh, strolled to the foul line with eight point seven seconds. The old, you know, classic ice water in the veins. He'd missed two free throws earlier, but this time when the game was on the line, banged them both in and it was 74-70. And even though they hit a late, another late three to sort of still make it dramatic, um, we were home then. But boy, oh boy, yeah, if you sort of thought, oh, it's getting late because it was late in the morning or early in the morning, you're thinking, oh, yeah, we got this one. I might go to bed when they're 15 up, say it was four minutes to go, five minutes to go. Yeah, you might have been a little bit surprised Mm -hmm. in the morning and thought that. How did that happen? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, young Tyrese he's he's one to keep an eye on. Uh, he'll, he'll be certainly featuring in, in Boomers as we go forward, along with a lot of other great point guards we've got there, like Josh Giddy and, and um, Josh Green. Not to mention, but I'm going to, Paddy Mills, of course. is still, <laughs> still in the mix. But uh, I hear you laugh because I know I know. In your there hasn't been enough written about Paddy Mills. And Rich. Well, I don't a, know enough about him. His background, boy. where he came from. <laughs> Yes, well, he's quite... <laughs> let's just say he's beyond basketball, that might be the name of a football Oh, yeah. oh uh, okay. But, uh, yeah, but I'll, I'll be able to tell you a hell of a lot more this time next week. Okay, it's that close right? A, oh, yeah, what, a, fact, what a tease. It, yeah, you might even open a little <laughs> a box that roll, rolls up at the station, and who knows what you might find in it.
2: Oh, oh okay. okay, there's a promise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so let's talk about our, our favorite person yes. in the U.S.
2: <laughs> oh, actually, before we do then, but I've got a question for you about the, the Boomers. Thon Maker, I thought he was sensational, The what I saw oh, at right. the tournament. Where yeah. does Thon go from here?
1: Well, at the moment, he, he's um, signed with the uh, Long Island Nets, which is the, the team that um, – the G League team, the NBA G League team that feeds – into uh, New Jersey net so he's he's got a pathway back into the NBA. He's he's very much on the fringe of it. I mean, he's played for the Milwaukee Bucks. He has played NBA. He's not like he's just walked past a, an NBA stadium or anything. So he's he's really done a lot for himself because I thought his performance in that tournament until the final, I, I thought he may well be MVP of the tournament. In, in the final, you know, Wailer actually did play absolutely fantastically, and, and I've got no no qualms about him winning the MVP, but Thon Maker and Mitch McCarron both making the All-Star Five of that tournament really speaks to the way they performed. Mitch was, was his usual self. He does a bit of everything and does everything quite well, but Thon was the standout, whether he was hitting three-point shots at, at key moments, and like, he hit a massive one late in the uh, semi, semi-final against um, New Zealand, and just his dunking, my God, his dunking is, is, is I was going to say thunderous, but I'm going to go with thunderous. Oh, very good. oh yes, <laughs> what a wordsmith! Oh, should write a book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, he, he was fantastic. So I think he, he'll be back, very much knocking on the door, and certainly, obviously, also knocking on the door of the the main Boomers group when when they get together for the World Championship uh, next year. So that that should be a really interesting team to see how that pans out with all the great young players we've unearthed. Such as your, um, your Matisse Sybil and guys of that nature, but we also got you know, um, a lot of a lot of talent in the point guard area right now. It's it's really interesting. To where, where we go I think, I think you know that their motto is gold vibes only that's what the boomers uh, basically rest on gold vibes only it doesn't necessarily mean gold medal only but it means mm. bring a, a gold attitude a, a gold standard to what you want to do and, and now you add a Thon maker to that mix and you go, oh we've got duo Reef there as well I mean who do you take Thon or do it, it gets very competitive and you sort of go okay they're, they're not going to be you know a one-shot wonder out of Tokyo they're, they're really going to be around the market for the next couple. Years.
0: Okay, and to get to uh, the elephant in the room, uh, the dreaded words, you know, mutual <laughs> oh, termination of a contract appears to be bobbing up for uh, Liz Cambage's uh, body. Do you know anything about it, or have you got any news on it?
1: I think you're going to be hearing from a solicitor if you're going to be <laughs> talking about elephants in the room. <laughs> yeah. um, look, she, she's um, a galvanising character, a polarising figure, that's what she is, and, and I think as she gets a little bit older, a little bit maybe slower, a little bit less committed to being the best basketball player that she can be, well, really, that's what you're hanging your hat on, being the best basketball player you can be. And if you're not that anymore and if you're you're someone that they're having to carry a little bit, well, it's easier to, um, um, well, it's called, I think it's called addition by subtraction. You know, you cut somebody loose and maybe your group gets better. Uh, as a result of that. So, yes, out of the Opals program and now um, out of the LA Sparks program and probably out of the WNBA, I would think. I, I don't know who'd be putting their hand up to pick her up there. I think I, she's she's gone from a real shooting star into that sort of disappearing uh, into the void, and I, I don't know if there's any other WNBA clubs that are going to pick her up. She might still pick up a gig in, in Asia, but you yeah, ask yourself, how much does she want to play? I mean, how committed mm. is she to playing? Is so she really getting out there and ripping into it? Because when she was, but when she was, honestly, we're going back a decade. We're going back to the London Olympics 2012. That's a decade mm. when she was sort of bursting in and really keen the play. That's a long time ago. Mm.
2: And buddy, uh, we know her career with the Opals is, has has finished, but you couldn't see her coming back to an Aussie club either?
1: Mm-hmm. No, gee, maybe, but, but uh, the question is really, does she want to play? Does she really want to play? I mean, even you know, at the height of her her powers during, say, the Rio Olympics, um, she was still happy to go off to uh, to a concert or, or to a um, uh, some sort of musical show, or you know, she had other priorities. So uh, she likes being a DJ. You know, maybe other things have just kicked in. It, it's it's hard as you get older. To to make the commitment, the physical commitment, and then the emotional and mental commitment that goes with being the best you can be, it gets harder. And and if you're you're not really the best worker in the team to start with, well, you know, the the end is going to come sooner than later. And I'm surprised that they've released it while the season is still in progress. But um, there you go. I think that says something in itself.
0: Mm. What, what, how was her actual form during the season? Body was it sort of average
1: or uh, yeah, respectable? Yes, it was a, average. I think I think average would be would be generous. Mm. Okay. And I think uh, kids like Ezzy Magbabor from the Opals program, who's playing for the Seattle uh, Storm, you know, a couple of times, uh, really got the better of her, and you wouldn't expect that. You, you well, you can now because Ezzy's certainly coming. She's going to be a name we'll be talking about in September, October, when the World Championship is on or World Cup is on in Sydney, but. Uh, um, yeah, I, I think average would be um, as good as we can go. Mm.
2: Body, the the NBL's last two seasons has really been hit about badly by COVID, sure. and Absolutely. Uh, sometimes we haven't started till January. But now we uh, we're back to a traditional slot. We're starting the season on the first of October, the weekend after the AFL Grand Final.
1: Yeah, and I think that's probably a good thing. It's a pretty short season, considering it finishes in in February. Really, you know, that's uh, short, but it, it is over the summer period, and they've got a lot of, a lot of various highlights. I, I think the fact that New Zealand get get back to having home games, you know, they've been the, the club that has suffered the most, the breakers that have sacrificed the most by actually moving on to into Australia and having to play out of various venues and various quote home unquote venues that that really weren't developed for them at they've sacrificed the most in those two um, terrible years that we've had COVID interruptions with and now to get them back at home, I'm really happy for them. I, I think that I still think the league should have done more for them and maybe given them an extra extra few home games, taking you know maybe one off everybody and just give them a few because they really did sacrifice and and the mental and, and physical health of those young men was compromised and they do have families, they do have little kids and you know, to be away that long, they, they did make a huge sacrifice, so I'm happy that they're, they're back on October seven. that's their first game back, and that's against the Jack Jumpers. that should be a massive crowd, I'm really happy about that, got a few other things happening, open air game, they're opening the roof again on the 23rd of December, then Christmas Eve game, then Christmas Day game, mm. my God, Boxing Day, it's all happening.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, given their Jew body, they're not just sitting around on their no. uh, hands, they're trying to, you know, make an imprint.
1: No, they absolutely are, and yeah. that's that's why they're not sitting on their hands, because you've yeah. seen what that imprint does to your butt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we talk about <laughs> players having a second season blues uh, when the opposition all of a sudden start taking notice of them after they've had a yes. good first season. Jack jumpers, uh, body any chance of them sort of uh, dropping off a bit this season, or you still think they'll be up there?
1: No, I think that... Look, <clears throat> we've got jack jumpers wrong the whole way through. We really, really had them wrong from, from start to finish. Where so... My instinct says they're going to drop off. Absolutely, that's what my instinct and, and my experience over the, over time says that they will they will be battling this because every, exactly as you say, everyone's ready for them now. But as I said, we were completely wrong on everything with them last season, so maybe they don't. Mm. <laughs> yeah. but, but look, the smart money would be on the yeah they won't be returning as grand finalists, and there's already been some some dirty uh, linen air you know, with uh, the. Josh Adams, their MVP, not coming back, and then the club sort of saying that he was asking too much, and him saying he was never offered a, a new contract, and then you know he says she said, and mm. he said of go that offseason not looking anywhere near as as good as the actual fairy tale season did. Mm. So we'll see; it'll be it'll be very very interesting. They've set, certainly set the bar high for themselves, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. I'm We're
2: assuming in. assuming uh, season tickets will go quite quickly.
1: I'm uh, anticipating they will, but I think until we actually see final rosters for everybody, because a lot of, yeah. like a team like Brisbane, you know, I think the, the fans in Brisbane are really keen to see the roster before they commit to season tickets um, because, you know, you don't want another ugly season where you guys live. You want your bullets to be firing, mm. Mm. so to speak.
2: Oh well, body, uh, Andrew and I don't usually open mail, uh, mm. uh with such enthusiasm, but if a box arrives, <laughs> uh, um, for body knowledge, right. we, we feel safe opening it is what you're telling us. Uh, yeah.
1: Yes, yes. Well, it might go to the, to uh, one James Clark. He may be the one that's uh, opening it. So there will be there will be some sort of powder uh, explosion.
2: Okay. So if we turn up to work and he's wearing mittens with singed hands <laughs> yeah. or something, we know something's arrived
1: in the post but, from you. You know that that is a hot book. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and when will we, may we be hearing something public? Did you say, body, towards the end of the week or early
1: next week? A- a- August the fourth is uh, release date. August the fourth. Okay. So um, yeah, early next week, I think they're going to the company's going to. Up, putting out some information. Oh. Yeah, really well, excited we, about we,
2: we can't get anything out of you, so I'm glad they're oh, doing no. something.
1: <laughs> no, I'm, a, I'm a bolt. Oh, <laughs> a You've got nothing from me. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, buddy. Chat next week, okay. mate. Look forward to it, guys. Cheers.